Good morning, it's February 7th, and this is your daily brief in U.S. news. Here's everything you need to know. A U.S. appeals court has made a pivotal decision, dismissing former President Donald Trump's claim of immunity in relation to his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election results. The court underscored the importance of public interest in ensuring accountability for a potentially criminal president over the concerns that such prosecutions might deter future presidential conduct. This ruling sets a significant precedent, emphasizing the judiciary's role in upholding democratic principles and the rule of law, even at the highest levels of government. Trump now faces a critical deadline of February 12th to petition the Supreme Court for an emergency stay. Failing to do so would mean the case proceeds in a trial-level court in Washington, D.C., where pre-trial proceedings are set to resume. This development occurs as the Supreme Court gears up to hear oral arguments in a separate but related case that could potentially disqualify Trump from holding future presidential office. This case centers on the interpretation of the 14th Amendment and whether Trump's actions surrounding the January 6th Capitol riot amount to insurrection. The implications of this are profound, touching on the very core of presidential eligibility and the peaceful transfer of power, setting a precedent that could influence the landscape of American politics and governance for years to come. Country music icon Toby Keith has passed away at the age of 62 after a battle with stomach cancer, leaving a profound impact on the music industry and fans alike. His death on February 5, 2024, marks the end of an era for country music and patriotic anthems. Keith's song, courtesy of the red, white, and blue, The Angry American, became emblematic of American sentiment following the 9-11 attacks, despite sparking controversy for its bold lyrics. Keith, who described himself as an extremely conservative Democrat, navigated complex views on American politics and the war, maintaining a unique stance within the music and broader political landscape. The music community, alongside fans, is in mourning, with tributes pouring in to honor Keith's legacy. His contributions to country music and his extensive charitable work, particularly with the USO, underscore a career marked by dedication to both his craft and his country. The announcement of his passing by his family on his official social media accounts has led to an outpouring of condolences and memories, highlighting the widespread affection and respect for Keith. Survived by his wife, three children, and four grandchildren, Toby Keith leaves behind a legacy that transcends his music. His commitment to boosting national morale and his service to the country through his music and charitable efforts have been widely celebrated. As the country music community and fans continue to pay their respects, the impact of Toby Keith's work and life remains a poignant reminder of his contributions to music and national pride. Southern California is currently grappling with one of the most severe storms in its history, resulting in widespread evacuation warnings and orders across Los Angeles, Ventura, Orange, and San Bernardino counties. These measures are particularly stringent in areas bearing the scars of past wildfires, highlighting the heightened risk of flooding and mudslides in these vulnerable regions. In response to the escalating crisis, the state has mobilized resources, offering shelters for displaced residents, and providing sandbags to help protect homes from the encroaching waters. Road closures are also in effect, a necessary precaution to safeguard communities from the immediate dangers of flooding and mudslides. In a decisive move, Governor Gavin Newsom has declared a state of emergency for eight counties 
underscoring the gravity of the situation as nearly 38 million people find themselves under flood alerts. The ground already saturated poses a continuous threat of flooding, prompting calls for residents to share their experiences with The Guardian as part of efforts to document the storm's impact. Amidst this crisis, President Joe Biden has pledged federal assistance, reinforcing the commitment to support the affected communities. For those in need of assistance or information, the advice is clear. Call 211. This hotline can provide vital information and help make arrangements with relatives, friends, or the American Red Cross for shelter, ensuring that those affected are not left to face the storm alone. In a notable turn of events in Nevada's political landscape, former President Donald Trump is on the verge of clinching all of the state's Republican delegates in a caucus scheduled for February 8th. This development comes despite Nikki Haley's victory in the Nevada Republican primary on February 6th, a win that, due to party decisions, will not influence the allocation of delegates. On the Democratic side, President Joe Biden is expected to sail through the Nevada Democratic primary with ease. The Nevada Republican Party's choice to allocate delegates solely through a caucus, sidelining the primary's impact on the presidential nomination, sets a unique precedent. This caucus, steered by a Trump-aligned state party, is poised to secure Trump's victory in the delegate count, underscoring the party's internal dynamics. Nevada, with its significant Latino and Hispanic population, stands as a pivotal swing state. The state's electorate, largely nonpartisan, holds considerable sway in determining the outcome of November's presidential election. Despite the overshadowing of the primary results by the caucus, the potential for Nevada's voters to significantly influence the general election remains undiminished. The trial of Jennifer Crumbly, charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter following her son's 2021 mass shooting at a Michigan high school, is currently unfolding. The prosecution accuses her of negligently enabling her son's access to a firearm and overlooking his mental health issues. In her defense, Jennifer Crumbly has pointed fingers at her husband and the school, maintaining a stance of no regret for her actions. The focus of the trial is on her knowledge of her son's mental state, his acquisition of the firearm, and her inaction during a critical school meeting on the day of the shooting. This case is pivotal in exploring the extent of parental responsibility in mass shootings. Ethan Crumbly, her son, has been sentenced to life without parole after pleading guilty to multiple charges. Meanwhile, James Crumbly, the father, awaits his trial on similar charges set for early March. The proceedings against Jennifer Crumbly could potentially establish a significant precedent regarding parental accountability for their children's violent acts, with a conviction carrying up to 15 years in prison. This has been your Daily Brief in U.S. News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.